spy Wednesday, uh, the day on which Judas agrees to spy on Jesus and betray Jesus. Uh, on this Spy Wednesday during Passion Week, the original Passion Week during the Passover celebration, and Jesus prays his high priestly prayer uh, where he goes to the Father and he pours his heart out to the Father. And uh, I just want to read this high priestly prayer for you uh, on this Spy Wednesday this week leading up to Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. Uh, I will really pay attention to the language here in Jesus' high priestly prayer. Uh, remember, Jesus, when he came into Jerusalem, his, his triumphal entry on that first Sunday, on Palm Sunday, he was basically saying, yes, I am here to fulfill the Old Testament prophets. All of the messianic prof uh, prophecies that were foretold, they are being fulfilled now in this hour. My kingdom is here. And and the people coronated Jesus, and Jesus affirmed their coronation, and he has assumed the throne of David, and he ascended to the throne of David on Palm Sunday. And now we get to Spy Wednesday, and Jesus is praying this priestly prayer. John chapter 17, starting in verse 1, Jesus spoke these things, and lifting up his eyes to heaven, he said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you. Even as you gave him authority over all flesh, gave him authority over all flesh. This is before the death, burial, and resurrection. This is during the incarnation. This is Passion Week. Jesus Christ was coronated on Palm Sunday, even as you gave him authority over all flesh that to all whom you have given him, he may give eternal life. This is the kingdom of Christ coming, the expansion of the kingdom of Christ, starting on Palm Sunday, the coronation of King Jesus. He received all authority. Now he is building his kingdom. Verse 3, this is eternal life that they may know you. So eternal life isn't just getting to live forever in some ethereal or hypothetical place we refer to as heaven. Eternal life is knowing God the Father, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth. That's one of the reasons Jesus came, to testify to the truth, to glorify the Father on earth, to reveal the Father on earth. And he said, I accomplished that. I did that. I accomplished my mission. I glorified you on earth having accomplished the work which you have given me to do. Now, Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was, before Christ condescended, was incarnated, being co-equal, co-eternal with God the Father, a member, a person of the Trinity. Verse 6, I have manifested your name to the men whom you gave me out of the world. I, I revealed you to those that, that we chose. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they have come to know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words which you gave me, I have given to them, and they received them, and truly understood that I came forth from you, and they believed that you sent me. I ask on their behalf, I do not ask on behalf of the world, but of those whom 
you have given me, for they are yours. So this promise, the promise of the kingdom of Christ is only for those who were chosen by God before the foundations of the world and only for those who were given to Christ by God the Father. Uh, those who are in Christ are Christ's own inheritance given to him by the Father. Uh, they are the Father's gift to the Son. Verse 10, And all things that are mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. I am no longer in the world, and yet they themselves are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father, keep them in your name, the name which you have given me, that they may be one even as we are. While I was with them, I was keeping them in your name, which you have given me. And I guarded them, and not one of them perished, but the son of perdition, so that the scripture would be fulfilled, and the son of perdition is Judas Iscariot, who betrays Jesus in chapter 18. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, so that they may have my joy made full in themselves. Joy. These things I speak. Christ is speaking. He's teaching that his kingdom is established, uh, that he has been coronated king. All authority is given to him over the nations. Uh, he claims to be ending oppression, bringing peace and justice to the world so that those who are in Christ, their joy may be made full. Now, I have given them your word and the world has hated them. Because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I do not ask you to take them out of the world. Rapture is not the goal. Um, God's goal is never to rapture his people away from the world and leave the world hopeless, right? Uh, he, he will not do that. That would be against his nature and against his plan and, and against the establishment of Christ's kingdom on this earth. Christ does not remove his people from his earth because his kingdom is here and, and he is continuing to build his kingdom until the final consummation of his kingdom. He will not take his people out of the world. I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one, to safeguard them, to bind Satan in the current age from this moment when Jesus is praying. I ask you to keep them from the evil one so that the evil one has no power over them. So Satan has no power over the kingdom of heaven so that the gates of hell will not prevail. Satan is bound. The coming of Christ means the binding of Satan. Verse 16, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them, perfect them, complete them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world so that Christ's kingdom will continue to be built until it is fully consummated. Verse 19, for their sakes, I sanctify myself, set myself apart is what sanctify means there, that they themselves also may be sanctified, set apart in truth. I do not ask on behalf of these alone, but for those also who believe in me through their word, through the preaching and teaching of the church through the evangelism of the church, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe you sent me. The glory which you have given me, I have given to 
them. This is the glory of the church. This is the attraction of the church and the grace of the church and the renown of the church. The glory you have given to me, I have given to them. We we are co-inheritors with Christ in his glory. That they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me. That they may be perfected in unity. So that the world may know that you sent me and loved them, even as you have loved me. This is what Easter means. This is what the coming of Christ's kingdom is from Palm Sunday onward. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory, which you have given me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, although the world has not known you, yet I have known you. And these have known that you sent me, and I have made your name known to them, revealing God the Father, and will make it known, so that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. This is the fulfillment of the prophetic messianic vision and jesus in this his high priestly prayer on spy wednesday he's he's saying look it is it is accomplished i have done what i came to earth to do reveal the father establish my kingdom call a people to myself who will learn how to love who will learn peace and justice through sanctification through the preaching and teaching of the word which i revealed to them so that they might glorify the father and exalt the son and themselves be established in glory as i am established in glory that's jesus's high priestly prayer and during easter week before his death burial and resurrection he's saying i did this I accomplished this. This is what the coming of my kingdom means for the future. And in the church age now, Jesus, in his high priestly prayer, told us exactly what he is doing. He he was communicating with the Father about what he would be doing through the church age after he ascends to the Father, that he would be continually calling people for himself, continually building his kingdom through the proclamation of the gospel, through conversion, And teaching his people, those who accept the gospel, those who are given to him by the Father, teaching them to love mercy and to practice justice and to be his kingdom people on the earth, to be the people through whom the heathen nations of the earth are blessed, and to be the people he establishes for his kingdom consummation in the resurrection Uh, so in the resurrection the entire earth will be full of kingdom people but here now in this age this is the age in which christ is building his kingdom according to his own words according to his easter promise on spy wednesday Um, there are many people who retreat away from the world and who do not believe Christ is building his kingdom now and that his kingdom is expanding now, even though that's explicitly what Jesus claims to be accomplishing. Um, There are many who believe at some future date those who are in Christ will be suddenly raptured out from the world and that the rest of the world will be left with no hope. But we see in Christ's high priestly prayer that 
This is an impossibility. This is bad doctrine. Uh, there, the, the church will not be removed from Christ's world because the kingdom of Christ is coming to the world. It, it, is, being, it is being established, has been established, and is being established on, on the earth. And it will be fully consummated on the earth at Christ's return. There, there is no removal of the church from the world because the church is here to see the world renewed by learning to love mercy and practice true justice, real justice, uh, not those otherworldly forms of, of justice that are actually injustice, but godly justice. Uh, that is what the church is here to is here to accomplish through the proclamation of the gospel, through the celebration of Easter, through the celebration of of Passover. So those who are in Christ, both Jew and Gentile together, those who are in Christ, God is actually using us to renew the world, and He is doing this through the preaching and teaching of His church, uh, according to His words in His high priestly prayer. So the challenge we receive and the encouragement we receive on this Spy Wednesday are uh, first, uh, Christ's kingdom, again, is established. It was established at his incarnation. He was coronated on Palm Sunday. And when we plug into a local church, when we are following Christ in the context of community and when we are in Christ, Christ's promise is to use us as we proclaim the gospel, his gospel, the true gospel, not some other gospel. As we proclaim his gospel, he is actually using the church to renew the world, to bring an end to injustice, uh, to bring peace to the world, uh, to bring an end to racism and sexism uh, through the gospel, not through means of intersectionality or critical race theory, which are human means that are actually causing greater racism and sexism. And the only people who are going to be hurt by that are minorities, and women, and children. Um, the gospel offers a truer justice. Uh, the gospel offers a truer equality. Uh, the gospel is better uh, Biblical Judaism and biblical Christianity offer something better than the world can possibly offer. And as we witness the world tearing itself apart, and we read Christ's high priestly prayer, and uh, it's this is encouraging to know that when we plug into, participate with um, a sincere local church, a biblical local church, an expository local church, we are actually participating with Christ as he renews his world. He will win against the kingdoms of the world. It is only by grace that he hasn't completely quashed the nations of the world as of yet. Uh, and he will establish his peace and his justice on the earth. And that is what Easter is all about. And that's what we are reminded of on Spy Wednesday and in Christ's high priestly prayer. I hope to see you. On Sunday, uh, Resurrection Sunday at 8.30 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, uh, there we will be seeing uh, the prophetic vision of the resurrection and how the resurrection actually accomplishes and fulfills the prophetic vision through the Old Testament. Again, that's 8.30 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. The church at Sunsites 995 Treasure Road, Pierce, Arizona 85625. If you are unable to make it in person, please join us. 
on Facebook Live. Remember to check out thechurchofsunsites.com and my personal blog, andrewpaulcannon.blog, um, to, to dive into Scripture a little bit more and to see resources for your church. Uh, thank you for joining me on this Spy Wednesday.